You're listening to the Functional Nurse Podcast. And on today's episode, I address the topic of perfection. So stay tuned. Hello, nurses, and welcome to this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. My name is Bridget Sager, and I am your host. I'm a functional nurse practitioner, a nurse coach, and I teach functional medicine for nurses and nurse practitioners through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine. Today, I wanted to talk about the idea of perfection, achieving perfection, and having perfect health. I've mentioned in a recent episode how I feel the term lifestyle medicine is a concept of six pillars of excellence for health. But in functional medicine, we try to meet people where they are. I'm not the greatest, most knowledgeable functional medicine practitioner. There are many, many experts that I look to in functional medicine. I do consider myself to be an expert in nurses practicing functional medicine. It took me several years of struggling with imposter syndrome and studying functional medicine in all of my free time to realize that I would never know everything about functional medicine and that the science emerges about as fast as I can keep up with the major points. What I have learned is that there are experts in these topics and I know who to listen to. In the beginning of my functional medicine journey, I found myself wishing for their level of in-depth knowledge on their specialty. I'm sure you can relate to that, whether it be cardiovascular health, metabolic health, toxins and detox, brain health, and so on. But now I find I more admire those functional medicine educators with effective teaching strategies, the ones that are articulate speakers or someone with an engaging stage presence, because those are things that I am working on for myself. The thing is, in functional medicine, we will never know everything, and that is the reality of science and research. Each of us studying functional medicine must become comfortable with the not knowing that comes with this field. What is rarely acknowledged in allopathic medicine is that what is quote unquote right today will be outdated tomorrow. The evidence-based practice of today will be replaced with the evidence-based practice of tomorrow. In functional medicine, we embrace this wholeheartedly and we try to stay ahead of the curve by watching the research and reviewing it as a community. In the allopathic model, it's kind of amusing and kind of sad that there is this definitive, really rigid, right way to do things. And if you don't do it that way, you're considered wrong. And maybe a quack. Look at healthcare over time though. And don't forget that bloodletting and leeches were the proven most effective method for many conditions at one time. So in functional medicine, we accept the fact that we will never know it all and that research will continue to unfold faster than we can have a chance to quote unquote, be right. We just stay in the pursuit of that elusive truth and try to stay informed enough to give our clients the best guidance that we can. Fortunately, it almost always comes back to the same foundational nursing concepts that we learn in functional medicine. So there is hope. When we practice functional medicine, we grow to accept the fact that we will never be perfect ourselves. This was really hard for me at first. In allopathic medicine, I knew exactly where to look and what guideline to follow for every condition I encountered. Sometimes I still look at those references and I feel really sad 
That is what most people are still offered when they are suffering or seeking healthcare guidance. In the last few years, people have woken up to healthcare and they know they are not getting all the answers and that there is more than one answer to every question. Patients are seeking the why that functional medicine offers, and so are nurses. I don't know how many of my students have mentioned finding functional medicine was like finally coming home as a nurse, and that is exactly how I felt. Anyway, I wanted to segue to this idea of letting go of perfection. I saw a social media post for a nursing school a few months ago, and it said something to the effect that their new nurses knew to do even better next year. And I felt really sad reading that. We can't keep pushing this idea that there is a better version of us as nurses. Sure, we can learn more and offer more informed care, but I always say about me as a nurse and a primary care provider before I found functional medicine, I, I didn't care any less about my patients back then. I didn't hold myself to a lesser standard as a professional, but this idea of trying to be perfect in healthcare is really hard. Very few professions are held to that standard. And even if they are, they usually have time to eat their lunch in peace. At a recent conference, one of the speakers mentioned how challenging it can be for healthcare providers to practice what we are preaching in functional medicine directly because of what we do for a living. And that is so true. How many nurses work in settings where getting a lunch break, getting into resting and digesting mode for that meal is just not practical? How many nurse practitioners are asked to see more and more patients in a shorter and shorter window of time for less pay? And that is exactly what happened to me. We can't be these perfect pictures of functional medicine in our own lives when we have these high stress, high performance careers. It requires so much balance and a lot of thought to be that mindful about our self-care when we're racing forward all the time, trying to do our very best in a high, fast-paced environment. Now, some of my students have chosen to step away from that, sometimes for less money than they made before, and sometimes ultimately for much more money and flexibility. But we can't practice what we preach and pretend to be perfect when we work in the average healthcare setting. I see my peers and the providers I look up to in functional medicine. They're on social media, and when they speak, you would assume that they lead perfect and healthy lives. I think most health and wellness experts do this inadvertently. Maybe they are perfect, but I know I'm not. It is really easy to innocently give the impression that we are perfect, which can lead to some unrealistic expectations for ourselves and who we are connecting with. So I wanted to do an episode to acknowledge that. And I thought of two specific examples for me, just to bring some light to this topic that is specific to what I teach. Now, I've made some great healthy changes in my life beyond food and exercise, as I've learned functional medicine over the years. I stepped away from my high stress job as a primary care provider, and I haven't looked back. Being an entrepreneur and a small business owner has plenty of stresses, but it is worth it for me every day. And I definitely take better care of myself. I eat better. I chew more. I sleep better. I take breaks and I exercise more than I did back then. I also enjoy my work more. So I have these two examples I wanted to share with you today of how I am not perfect as a functional medicine provider. And I don't know if I'm ever going to let go of these two things. We will see. 
I live in Western Washington, so maybe seven or eight months out of the year, it is raining. And having lived here for more than 25 years, I'm kind of over it. So I always really look forward to the summers and being outside and enjoying my garden. I love growing some of our food, and I've always really enjoyed cooking a lot of our meals on our patio in the summer. But I teach my students about this idea of advanced glycation in products, which are formed when proteins and sugar interact in our body. They're formed naturally in our body, but they also come from our foods and they can contribute to oxidative stress, inflammation, and they're associated with a bunch of chronic health conditions. We can reduce the burden in our body by avoiding eating too many of those types of foods, but also avoiding processed foods, sugars, and eating plenty of antioxidant-rich foods like fruits and vegetables for balance. So grilling can totally contribute to this, and I know this, but I still love grilling our dinners in the summer. Now, what has changed for me is I'm usually only serving whole foods, organic vegetables, a lot of them I try to grow myself, and much more focused on the source of our ingredients. But I don't know that I'm ever going to give up grilling despite the fact that I know the hazards. I will try to just use that awareness to set my body up for success, and I'm okay with that. My second example is my face cream. I love tinted moisturizer. It evens out my skin a little bit, and it provides the SPF that I think I would otherwise honestly forget to put on every morning. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with EWG, but it's the Environmental Working Group. They have a website, ewg.org. So they rate products on the level of research that might validate the benefits or the risks of the ingredients in the product. So we use EWG a lot of the time in functional medicine and a lot of holistic nurses use it as a way to evaluate their products and help their patients have a good resource. So I haven't found a great EWG verified, which means that they give their seal of approval or even like a pretty good score on their scale for my tinted moisturizer. I definitely have found one for my cheek stain that I like to use, my mascara, my lip gloss, and that's 99% of the time what I wear. But I have definitely not found a good tinted moisturizer. And believe me, I've tried all the ones that are recommended or verified, and they really aren't that great. So I stick to the two that I love that don't score well. And I know the hazards, and I keep looking, but... I will choose those two quality products over my other options until there is one with a better score for me personally. In the course, my students will research their household products and beauty products like this, and they'll often mention whether they're comfortable with the score that EWG gives their current product. I think it's really funny how everybody lands somewhere differently on what they're comfortable with. Because I'll have somebody say like, oh, my face moisturizer is a six, so I'm going to switch to this three I found. And that sounds fantastic. Somebody else might currently be using a product that scores a three and they are adamant that they're going to find one that is EWG verified. And I see this all the time when we're discussing the topic because we are all coming from a different place on our movement on the wellness continuum. And that I think is the thing about being perfect. There is definitely a wellness continuum and we're all somewhere on it hopefully always moving a bit more in the wellness versus illness direction. Knowing what I know about functional medicine, about biochemistry, about genetics, 
about detox pathways, about our environment and our food sources. I can't imagine a scenario where someone is capable of dinging that perfection bell at the end of the continuum. We're all just doing our best with what we know today. We might do a different, better, best version in the future with what we learn in the meantime. So this really circles back to what I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. When we're practicing functional medicine, we are meeting people where they are. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm writing a free pass for you to do what you want and ignore the health consequences. I'm totally a nurse coach too. So I just wanna say that there are real barriers to change. And as a nurse coach, if you're a nurse coach, you will understand this. We help people move towards wellness on this continuum and people make progress. But I did wanna acknowledge that image and the expectation of perfection in healthcare, that we let our clients know that we're also working on taking the best care of ourselves, but we're not perfect either. I think maybe we should add this perfection expectation in healthcare to my list of stressors that I'm always talking about. Trying to do our best to be perfect every single moment could absolutely be the root cause of a health condition. As much as we meet our patients and clients where they are, and support them to move forward incrementally on this wellness continuum, we should also consider extending the same grace to ourselves. So I am going to keep putting on my pretty okay SPF tinted moisturizer before I go outside to grill my organic, pretty well-sourced meals and enjoy the summertime outside here when it rolls around. They may seem like silly or simple examples, but I think that's the thing about it. Our health is the sum total of a million tiny decisions, experiences, exposures, and so on. I try to make mostly the best choices for my health, and I'll cut myself some slack when I just don't want to, and that's okay. I hope as nurses we can all celebrate how well we care for ourselves and our patients, and make ongoing shifts towards the wellness end of the continuum without expecting perfection. Until next time, be well. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. If you want to help spread the word about the powerful role nurses can play as true healers using functional medicine practices, consider sharing an episode with a nurse friend or on social media. And click the subscribe button to stay informed of newly released episodes. You can also visit and share the links below in the show notes for more information on nursing resources and the Functional Medicine for Nurses course offered through the Integrative Nurse Coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for Functional Medicine.